Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. Very professional beginning, as I was just put up my hand and, and did a countdown that wasn't real. Anyway, it's episode 54, I believe. 54 of the pre-recorded, very exciting stuff um, of the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, the donation button. If you haven't used it, please do. If you have, I uh, thank you. That's what. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Thank you. Uh, merchandise. You can get a Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, or you can get my CDs over at the TheJackieCation.com. Patrick Brady fixes the audio. Mike Rickberg sang that song you just heard. And he'll sing again at the end. Vilmos does the website, and he has a podcast called Green Room Radio, where he interviews a lot of road comics, and it's kind of awesome. Live Dork Forest, August 18th in Los Angeles, if you're in Los Angeles. Sitting in my living room here in Van Nuys. Glamorous, glamorous moments. Bird Dork, friend, Ellen Fox. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. You're welcome. Everybody can go to your IMDb. You're an actress. You do, you've do. Uh, you done some stand-up. Actress, a, a little stand-up, but mostly, you know, I, uh, my, my hosting to fame. Hosting the Rotten Tomatoes show. That's it. Slash podcast, slash uh, whatever it was. Rotten uh, Tomatoes galore. Yeah. And then also to my right, Mike Kaplan, uh, stand-up comic, and uh, have our Comedy Central special as well. And we share in common some animation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have. We both have one done by the same guy. Yeah, yeah. That Greg Franklin, friend of the people. We're uh, happy, happy about him. Yeah. Happy about him. Super funny dude. Uh, draws real good. Both uh, both have animals involved. Uh, he did. And he was, uh, when he did yours, I was talking to him about it. He said, I got to stop doing animal ones because then people think I only do animal ones. Because <laughs> the one other one he did was Kyle Kinane's yeah. bunnies. Bunnies, one. octopus, and then cats. Or, uh, it or, was cats pets. and dogs. Yeah. And so it was a plethora of animals that he put in mine. A menagerie. Yeah. Rated, yes. rated 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think, all of them. Oh. I think. They're not on there. But, but <laughs> I, if I had any jurisdiction, YouTube I would animation. Rate them 100%. What did, is, is the reason that the show went off the air because it was a conflict of interest that it couldn't get ratings? You couldn't be, what could they be like, hey, our show is rated the best by us? Uh, yeah, it was more just like. Because um, Rotten Tomatoes is a rating situation. It's a ratings right? situation it, and. It's a conglomeration si- it's, a rating situation. It's, it's amazing. The, it's a um, aggregate. Uh, oh, where, is it? Where <laughs> what they would do is they take, you know, all the <clears throat> ratings of different critics and then they would put them together and give you a tomato. Meter rating, which is 68%, which people, I, it, I said this, you know, for months and months before I actually figured it out. The rating is, doesn't mean it's like 68%, like on a scale of 100, it's like a D or a C. Oh, okay. It means 68% of critics gave it a positive rating. Oh, okay. So if something's That's a good like number. A 90%, that means 90, it doesn't mean it's like an A though, it means 90% of cre- critics gave it a positive right. rating. And it could so, have been just barely squeaked out as yeah. positive. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think some movies, uh, you know. Got a positive rating that ne- maybe that, didn't necessarily deserve it or. Yeah, or, that aren't, that aren't that great, you know. Right. So. Can I ask, uh, you said tomato oh. meter. I always mm-hmm. pronounce it tomatometer. Yeah. Tomatometer. Uh, is that how, is I, that how you pronounce it? I don't think I ever pronounced it. Now, actually, yeah. but, th- but that's how it would have gone if it would have gone. De- I would, I would definitely have vacillated back. I would have considered both, and then would have hoped to run into somebody who had inter- internal knowledge. Tomato meter, right? And you're just now you're just visiting from New York, right? That's correct. I live in New York City most of the time. Most of the city. Which borough have you chosen to to call home? I have lived mostly in Brooklyn, and that is where I currently live. That is where you currently live at this time. Are you from New York? I wonder. I'm from originally New Jersey. Uh, okay, so near. 
Oh, Wait, also? Ellen, also from Pointing New Jersey? Yeah. Where are you guys from? Uh, I grew up in Princeton Junction, went to Rutgers. My sister lives in uh, Glen Ridge. Okay. I grew up in Livingston in Essex County, then okay. moved up to uh, Upper Saddle River in Allendale, up near Paramus in Bergen County. It's just outside the city, like about outside Manhattan. Okay. Uh, by maybe a half hour, 40 minutes. So is, where, okay. you, where you grew up, Mike, is that more uh, like chemicals and factory kind no, of stuff? No, no, or is more suburby. Sub, suburby. Oh, suburby. Totally suburbs. yours is more... Uh, Rust Junction is Princeton. more suburban. Uh, it's or also... Not, I mean, well, New Jersey, rural. it's all about uh, a little town that is from like 1702 surrounded by the suburbs. So every little town is like, you know, has an old-fashioned little thing. But as you move further up Jersey, near New York... It's hard to say. Merv further up move, Jersey. Merge further. You get more soprano-y, it's mo- and it's more dense, and it's more, you know, South <laughs> Pork Shop. But, 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 but Livingston, are you, are you Jewish? Oh, uh, yeah. Did you... What's your temple there? Uh, I went to Temple Sinai and Summit. Okay, my sister Cantor Temple Nair Tamid. Just ah. shout out to uh, to the various Jews in the, New Jersey. Yeah, well done. I was I was going to say uh, earlier, but uh, we were having a natural conversation, and it would have been rude for me to interrupt <laughs> your flow. But now now it'll be out of place because it's it's when you let's said, analyze uh, the, it. The farther up you go in New Jersey, the more soprano-y you get, which is the same in music. The further down you get, the more bassy you get. Boom! Acapella Welcome dork. to the dork right. forest. Hey. Well done. I'm in well the right done. place. You are in the right place. Were you in a choir at all in uh, in high school? Uh, in high school, I I played the violin since I was four. My, uh, were you Suzuki or Mitsubishi totally, or whatever? Yes, yeah, totally Suzuki. That's uh, that thing where they where they handed the, Maria Bamford was that thing where they handed it to her. What did? Yeah, I don't understand. What yeah, is yeah, it? It's a it. method. The Suzuki method starts out. I mean, I actually didn't even have a violin when I started. I think it was like a box that like with a shape like a violin. You know, like made of a, a frozen food container, and you oh. have a bow. I had a real bow. Some people just had a piece of wood. I had a real bow, and you learn how to hold it. You learn, and then when you get a real violin, you don't read music at all until like years in. You just play everything by ear like your teacher will play something and then mm. you, they'll teach you how to put your fingers to play it and like oh, you learn the notes and then eventually you you know if you keep going with it which i did you adapt and, you and then learn, you learn how to read music learn how to stuff. read music and theory and yeah so i took classes that i hated for a long time right until high school when i took up the guitar and i loved it and it was very helpful that i had learned oh interesting uh, all the strings because it's sort of you know the knowledge is it, but it crosses over? But is Suzuki only for violin or piano? No, Suzuki, piano? all strings, like cello and... Oh. Violin, what about piano? Bass. Piano probably as well. I think I'm pretty sure they did piano as well. Hmm. So My sister played the violin and was always furious that our parents had never uh, did Suzuki with her. Maria Bamford, on the other hand, her parents did do Suzuki. And she's furious with them. She will not touch a violin on a dare, on a bet, on a nothing. I you, will total. I will touch a violin on any of those, on a dare or a bet. You're in. You're something. on board. Wow. I mean, I don't play it frequently but right. like i do actually have some friends of mine I but you played. have nostalgia and like it and love uh, it now and... i now i like it i definitely like threw tantrums and like lied about practicing pretended <laughs> be like my my mom was like do you want to practice when i'm here in the morning or like before i get home in the afternoon i'm like i'll do it before you get home in the afternoon right. when she got home I'm like practiced yeah like, my done. teacher my teacher surely knew that that like i think i was good enough that you know, I could continue. I, I reached a point where I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm as good as I can be without working." You know, six hours a day. Right. Uh, so that I was like, "That's good enough." I would rather get be this good and be like, "Imagine if I worked more, how much right. I, how much better." Wow, would be. that that I think is the uh, the definition of a stand up comic, where you're like, "This is good enough. Oh, this will yeah. be fine." Absolutely. <laughs> 
With yeah, with comedy, and then I started. I did music, and then that's how I got into comedy through music. Through music, uh, yeah, I started as a just a guitarist. I wanted to be a singer songwriter. Right, I had songs. Some of them right. were funny. Sure, they let me play them at. I was in Boston. I went to school for Boston. Uh, I went to school for Boston. I'm a study Boston. Right. Um, what do you think of it? Uh, what, you, what, what, Paul Revere. Did he? Was, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, fully very segregated. Uh, yeah, Paul Revere probably didn't like black people. I don't know. He might not have. But uh, but, but I understand that he did warn the British. He's anyway. Saying, yeah. <laughs> oh, why would why does she talk out loud? Under- Even though every every episode I usually make a giant mistake. Uh, the last couple episodes I've uh, I've one it was Reagan Nixon and the last one it was a Lorraine Newman Gilda Radner mix up. Oh, uh, so uh, well, let's look forward to it. Let's look forward let's to the see. giant uh, swaparoo that I'm going to do between I don't know John Adams and John Quincy Adams. Okay, I I think I already got the name of my sister's temple wrong. So oh, really? that's, oh there you go. But what? it was all Hebrew, so it doesn't, yeah nobody else gonna, knows who's going to complain. Jews. <laughs> Yeah, people walking around in yeah. Jersey. The nine people, you know, I got some, I got some listeners in Jersey. People, people dork out a little bit in Jersey. I have been to Princeton Junction. I have to tell you, that is the only, that is the best place. I've I've done Princeton. I've done uh, there's a Catch Hilton, a Rising Star Hilton outside of uh, Princeton. That is uh, a terrible idea. But even the townies, it was like. Did you ever see um, Breaking Away? The, the bicycle movie with oh, uh, Dennis yeah, Quaid. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't see it. It's uh, on AMC a lot. And uh, it is uh, a lovely little movie where it's set in Indianapolis. And it's about the Indi- in Indiana, uh, Indianapolis 500 of biking. And uh, wow. it's uh, kind of adorable. And they always talk about the townies. They're stone, they're um, cutters. They were stone cutters. In Princeton, the longest way to go to get to this story about how in Princeton, even the townies are smart. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Oh, and yeah. We were the wrong side of the tracks from Princeton, Princeton Junction. You right. Know, where we, right. We didn't, you, you know. didn't go to Princeton. We didn't go to Princeton. We went to, you know. But you're smarter know, than the rest of New Jersey that yeah, I've played. Probably, I have probably. to say that. It's like the Stress Factory and Atlantic City. Atlantic City makes me want to cut myself. Oh, Atlantic City. What a dump. It's I mean, a, it's, it's just, a, it is a disaster. Have you have you been? I have been. I've performed, and uh, I'm not going to argue with anybody. Right? There's no there's no need. I, it took me. It's the first time in I was easily 22 years of doing stand up comedy that they ever cut my time. I was the only one, in my opinion, uh, and I have one. Is uh, I was the only one doing stand up comedy in that <laughs> wow. show. Uh, the headliner it was, was it a variety show. It was all crowd work, and the MC was uh, Dynamite. That guy. <laughs> oh, uh, he was JJ the MC. Walker. Oh. Yeah, he wanted to ruin it immediately. Immediately. Oh my gosh! And get out there. Perfectly nice man, by the way. Uh, I want him to stop. Uh, but uh, and guess what? None of my business. And yet I still want him to stop. You're allowed to want whatever you. This is America. You this can is America. Have your I can opinions. still. I can still. You can say him into this. Right? You can be wrong about him all the and time. And guess who's not listening? JJ Walker. Yeah. If Anybody. you're listening, JJ Walker, call in. Call in. At- oh, please. Jackie at JackieCation.com and talk to me about how you, you are still doing a joke about the ATM blind, uh, braille. Oh no. He opened with it and I thought the audience, the audience at first laughed because they thought he was making fun of it. And then they got angry. Oh wow. They were like, oh no, that was the joke. Oh, uh, we're going to kill him. No. It's 1992. You know who'd like that or 87. joke? My grandmother. She lives in Florida. They come to do a, a show at her, you know, the, the apartment building that she lives in. Right. Once a month. It's always like a singer and a comedian. And the comedian, <laughs> she says, always does jokes that she's like, I love it. I love the jokes because I have them in my emails. I know them all from my emails. Oh, well, good for her yeah. for being a good sport about it. She, and, yeah, she's like, eh, I like comedy. So you like- should try to get down here, she says to me. I'm like, I don't have enough emails. You wouldn't like what I'm yeah. talking about because no. it's something else. She likes me because uh she loves me but because she loves yeah, you yeah. yeah that's lovely so um yeah so now i asked for what you guys liked and you said well 
um, you you gave me sort of a list of books and comic books and and you, you it seems like you like like an inspirational I'm gonna live like somebody else for a year kind of book. We were talking about liking uh, um, AJ Jacobs. Oh yeah 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 I like he, that didn't guy. he live like the Bible? He did. That was the, that was a book that I loved of his the most. Uh, the year of living biblically. Are the you, year of living mm, biblically, where he stoned year, okay. pe- adulterers and he 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 had very small pebbles. He would what? throw if he met an adulterer, he would throw a small pebble at them. Would he? He would. Really? What about the part where, like, I think it's Deuteronomy, your kid lies, you bury him up to his neck in sand. He tried to, he probably would have. He, he, had, he you know, he also, <laughs> Does he have any children? Some, he does have, he did have at least one, maybe two. Uh, he, and how I mean, was he with the slaves? The, pretty, I mean, I don't think there were any. Oh, okay. But, uh, right, and not everybody had slaves. They were just okay with it. They were just, yeah, they're yeah. just rules for how you kept your yeah, slaves. Yeah, if he ran into a slave, oh, right, right. he would have known right how to treat him. Uh, <laughs> sometimes he would, like, come across conflicts. He'd be like, hey, some parts of this book don't align with other parts of this book. So he would just go to experts. He would try to be like, what do you think this means? Oh, and then, what you know, lane would, should I pick, He would have to make a choice, yeah. Oh, hmm. interesting. Hmm. So, yeah, and then... Ellen was like, I love birds. Uh, you should get someone on with me who likes the outside. And, uh, and I asked you and you said, well, I'm a vegan. Does that help? And, uh, so you're not into killing animals at no, all? No, no, but I definitely, I mostly eat vegan food inside. Uh, oh, do you, do I do you, like, I, if you have a patio at the restaurant, yes, <laughs> I definitely will choose that. Well, do you have one of those picnic baskets that you carry in your back sometimes? I call it a picnic basket. Oh, do you? Uh, I don't. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just like to say things. Uh, right. So what, uh, but uh, what I like the idea, let's, let's talk about birds. Birds, because you're um, very excited about the birds. I've been excited about birds How since long? I uh, about two years, just two years ago. About two years, yeah. I'll tell you what. Well, actually, since I got to LA, because uh, I'm from Jersey, whole is you probably know whole different world of birds on the West Coast. We all know that. No robins. There's no, no robins. Uh, Are there I, robins here? I don't see robins here. There, no, there's the there's robin, robin is the is the is the state bird of Wisconsin where oh. I am. From. Oh, I don't see I don't see uh, blue jays, cardinals, that kind of stuff. I see birds here that I, I can't believe. First, first bird that wowed me, hummingbird. Oh right, wow. is that a bird? Uh, it just wowed yeah. me. It is a bird. It is a bird. And there's I thought a, it was an insect. Is no. it not? It's no, just they a very used to think they were tiny bird. Little okay. tiny bird whose wings beat you know super quickly. And uh, I, I first got started with a little. Um, you can get a hummingbird feeder, and they sell this red goop that you stick inside. But all you really need to do is just you know mix one quarter sugar to uh, one part sugar to four parts water, and they will come around your feeder, and it'll be mayhem. It'll be crazy. Uh, they, so you'll you'll see more than. I've only seen, I think, two hummingbirds at once. Put it, put one of those sugar water feeders out. It's gonna <laughs> go crazy. They're they're nuts when when that comes out. And the men are very the the male birds the get very birds. aggressive. Men birds. The male birds are extremely. Uh, they aggressive. get aggressive. They will like um they will charge you sort of. They'll start you know oh, to, come, to keep you away from their, their just to, sugar water or just to be at guys. Oh, you know, oh you know just, how, you know how guys are. <laughs> Just to you know how up. guy birds just are, man. Just to show off, you know. Just to bring it. What do you What do you like? You like guys that fly at you real fast? <laughs> you know, they got to impress the other little sure birds. the other birds. They got they got an agenda. Let's yeah, like bring they, it. They don't have a big peacock dress on. They have to do something. All right, and they are super fast. So maybe that's the thing that they do. That's what I would do. That's all I have is just talk real fast. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they'll make like a U in the sky. Like the 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 male birds will go like. Up and then make a U and back and forth a couple times. The records will show that Ellen is creating with her hands a U shape. A U shaped right there, right there in the sky. And so, what about? Um, so that was the first. So that bird. was the first. Oh, but the thing about uh, hummingbirds is, uh, you get you know you're. I got excited because I got this feeder, but. Uh, whether you're using the the liquid goo or you're just making some sugar water, it can get a little moldy, and you can end up probably 
killing oh. the birds. So, oh, because oh, oh. if the sugar water goes bad? Yeah. If, if you want to be a bird murderer. Wow. Yeah, yeah. you don't want that. So I, how often do you, should you so, change? Uh, every couple days. Okay. So just essentially don't put out a lot of it, yeah. and then they'll eat it all, and then you can do it again tomorrow. Yeah. If you started listening to this podcast... Uh, several days ago and then took a break <laughs> to go get excited about your bird your hummingbird feeder oh, man get back to it quick right, yeah, right. don't let it get moldy because i mean i it's yeah, just if you stopped at minute 11 yeah. and then now it's minute 15 you're like what just wait oh, oh no yeah. and clean it out but don't clean it with detergent uh oh right that makes they don't sense. like that either they don't like that i either. think the detergent is i think you just just scrub it i don't know you just know so what? It, they're sure so it's fussy. watery yeah they're, they're, they're a fussy so, bird well i mean it's just it was so much responsibility i stopped with oh it. is that I, what it was i got rid of the terrified that you were like gonna poison gonna them, poison them and, and hurt them we have birds we have birds in the backyard. We do not have birds at the, the ground nest because we have feral cats. You have them or you, you, they just, they came here. They came here. Yeah. And I did have a bird dork on earlier. Uh, Jackie Wolner, you can uh, look in the archive, people. Jackie Wolner, uh, let me in on the fact that, uh, if I see us, uh, an injured bird or a sick bird, she said, well, what, what do you usually do when you see an injured or sick bird? I will ask you that, Ellen Fox. What do you usually do when you see an injured or sick bird? Oh, how, um, how much of a bird dork are you? Well, there's there are a couple things. Uh, once my friends, what can you do? You can you can put it you know wrap it in a towel and put it in a shoebox. Like and, birds are dirty. You're not supposed to touch birds. Well, do wrap you, okay. use a towel like and pick his, it up. Like a friend of mine, his cat got a little bird injured and was you know playing with it on the on the porch and uh, and so we rushed sure. out and uh, <laughs> then I looked up uh, animal rehab places. Okay, and called around but nobody answered and fortunately the bird though flew off it had oh, okay. been a little in shock but okay um, oh so it had just been sort of been the cat had just been sort dazed. of batting at it yeah it was dazed it was yeah. in shock <laughs> yes but uh yeah i think if you just google you know bird rehabilitation or um it's true do you know what i do i walk by uh, <laughs> i call it a day and uh jackie Wilner was like what no no call me call me and i was like okay all Next right time. now i know now i know I, yeah. when I was in high school, some bird people, like people from one of those bird rehab places were visiting me. So maybe that's where they were. They were out when you called. And, uh, if you were calling the one in New Jersey, New Jersey. that came to the me. The one that's in the, near, in the school, near the prison? Many years ago. Uh, <laughs> but they said, they told me, like, that sometimes, you know, they would get birds if they couldn't survive in the wild and they would keep them there. And, like, if they had, like, if there were any birds that were born in captivity and never saw another bird, like, or if they found a baby bird that hadn't seen it, like, a bird that hasn't seen any other birds will think that a human is a bird. Oh. Like, they'll, they'll look at, they'll be like, when it grows up, they'll check you out as potential mates. They'll be like, hey, like, they don't know. They're like, oh, that's the thing. You that's know why? Because they're tiny bird brains. Oh, why wouldn't they? Hey, come on. No, <laughs> back. No, no. Birds no. are smart. Crows, don't get me started on oh, crows. Right, right, right. Crows don't, are super smart. Crows are super smart. Is it crows. It, I got into a thing with somebody over Kung Fu Panda a couple months ago because I hate pandas. They're the only animal I think, like, let's just let them die. Like, really? Yeah. What, what did a panda ever do to you? Uh, nothing because they don't have any ambition and they don't have any will to live. They just get stoned on that bamboo all the time. How do you feel about the sloth? The sloth I like. Okay. The sloth is cool. It's got like an ecosystem in it, like uh, in its fur and it's, and it kind of looks, and I, it kind of looks like a um, a person with Down syndrome, the sloth face, the sloth. And face. how do you feel about people with Down syndrome? You like them? They're fine. I, they're not animals. I mean, they're animals. They're not. <laughs> they're animals. They're not endangered species. Right? Yeah. You, you don't want to kill them. No, you're good. No, and, no. and it's not like you're going to kill a yeah, panda. You don't you're just animals. not going to help one. I'm not going to help one. You're if, not gonna if, learn if it's lying in its own, <laughs> a panda you like know, we have to show the them panda porn, right? Oh, like yeah. they show them panda videos to make them have oh, sex with each other. And then they also have to like, you know, nudge them so they'll take care of their babies. If you as an animal are just 
But it seems like about the dodo. They are the losers. Like you know, they yeah. are. They should be. They should be gone. And they and, and panda. They suck all the money out of a zoo. They are. <laughs> oh, there was an article I think in the New York Times about how pandas just they're so expensive to have at a zoo, and they're just they're. I hate them, and they're high all the time. Right. Right. Hey. 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 A lot of judgment. A lot of judgment. But that'll happen. That'll but crows. Happen. Crows. Oh, crows. The smartest of all birds. Crows right? can use tools. Right. But they're loud. They're shouty birds. I like it. I well, like it. They're talking to each other like, hey, I need that hammer over here. Yeah. They're, they're very much hay. It's a lot. Hey. 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 <laughs> and then it's like that for a long time. Well, they have two dialects. They have, Do they? Yeah. They have Thank the you. talking. Uh, they have the loud, shouty dialect. And then, uh, you know, to, to announce things. And then they have like a smaller, like, thing uh, yeah. that they use to talk to each other I've and their heard family. That too. They're, uh, and they're very like humans in that they're like, they got an extended family and um they know each other they know each other and they they're trying to do research onto whether they can um actually teach each other things which would be i thought they my could. name is heckle my name is jekyll like that. those, those are magpies oh, <laughs> aren't they? they look the same weren't they no 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 magpies are uh are black and white i think that they were think, heckle and black. jekyll they were definitely crows or ravens i think yeah they yeah. were there yeah the whole thing about i don't think i've ever seen a raven because a crow seems huge to me and a raven is supposed to be like three times as big as a crow have you ever seen a raven I thought I did. Nevermore. I, no. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like I have, but it, it's probably still a crow. I, I always heard that like a raven, it, uh, you'll see it in the sky, it looks like a crow, but it'll be soaring like a hawk. Okay. Uh, but crows are flappy and noisy and with each other. Ravens, more solo. More hawky. If you ever I, saw a large number of ravens, you'd be like, have you ever seen so many ravens? Never more. Never more ravens have I seen. You're okay, still going to go with the with Same the joke from thing. before. I just wanted to like give it. you just a, a, to make a more sure. fleshed out version. Right, right. Here, what we know now, Mike Kaplan <laughs> has read some Poe. I oh, like it. Uh, also, you don't even have to read anything to know that, that I think. Right, I, right. That, that might be, in, that might be internalized into the, into the culture at this it's, point. It's in the, I actually, here's something Simpsons that I, episodes. I did read, uh, in Ooh. a new, a news article, uh, recently in the Week magazine. That's a big. I'm a big fan of the Week. I have a. I have a subscription to the Week. I, I do too. Because I it's do. it's it's a it's, it's a best. clip. It's a clip of all the different uh, news yeah, stuff. It's everything. Just, yeah. It's it's essentially uh, it's idiot proof. It's it's, it's it, all yeah. the news that you don't want to have to look up. First page. It's like you know this thing happened in Congress or whatever biggest right. thing happened, and they're like, here's what the New York Times said. Here's what the opposite of the New York Times said. You know, here's yeah. what these editorials said. Here's what these columnists said. It's One a real page. magazine. Yeah, real physical magazine. Can I see it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go talk amongst yourself. It's okay. like a reader's digest for uh regular sized for regular size yeah, yeah. and uh and then every page is like the next page it's like here's some weird stuff that happened and then it's like here's america here's what happened in america every part of it you know the important things here's the world here's everything that happened in the world Let me see then like this. one page of like pop culture one page of like movies one page of you know financial oh I, I don't have that one yet. is the australian week ah it's set it's it's a it's a copy of the week Way that they expensive. do. It's more expensive. It's an A4 size. People listen to an old dork forest, you'll find out A4 size. And oh, wow. when they go through their thing, they have different stuff. And it's like all around Australia. Of course. And then they do all around the world. We've got that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and then people. They got some people. They got the briefing. The week. Who puts this out? Is it like the, the week economist? corporation? Really? Yeah, yeah. It's its own thing. It's their own 
But what was your point about the week? Oh, there was a there was a little snippet in the I be, believe the science page, which I like a lot, the health and science about health they, scare of the week. Oh yeah, this was not a scare. This was uh, this was useful oh, information fact. about okay. birds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it said that there were some birds like like songbirds of some kind that are now we learned smarter than we ever thought they were because like birds communicate with each other via these songs, and they learn that they have like syntax, they have grammar because they would like record the the recordings and like if you played it back in some order they yeah. would respond to it, but if you played it back in like the a, a raw enough order the bird would be like i don't know what you're saying those are i right like like in english if you're like today i'm going to the zoo or i'm going to the zoo today that's fine but you can't be like today zoo i'm going wow right 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 you that that would be like a different dialect kind of thing so that's yeah for bir- that, birds understand that'd like, be pigeon the only yes. the, the, the only oh, thank bird you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> i went to wait a minute <laughs> it took me a second i'm a word dork side <laughs> it's uh, a... that's one of the one of my degrees is in linguistics oh, oh. is it is uh um have you ever uh what 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 languages did you study oh none uh english mostly is what i oh, say oh really uh, i mean i you know we... oh, like middle english no no did no you go... just the main one that we speak now oh this the is it but like you know language. what semiotics are oh yeah uh, oh uh, that i got lost that's actually that... that's the main thing that i that's the one I'm a, i have a master's in linguistics and i still don't I know semiotics is about symbols and signs, and that's all I know about it. How I do think you spell symbiotic. I as semi like a truck. Okay, semi. and then otics like oh. antibiotics. All right. Yeah, that was the stuff. Like I was an English major, and that's when you know we it started to get real uh, wonky and talking about the sign <laughs> and the signifier and like the, and and peep. You know that? Uh, I do not. It's a it's a it's a Magritte, I believe. Magritte is a okay. painter. Yes, uh, and. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, yes. Great, great. Okay. And it's a picture <laughs> and it's a picture of a pipe. Okay. You know, a, a, a smoking pipe. Okay. And underneath it it says Sune pas un pipe, which means in French, oh, this have, is not a pipe. I have and seen that. Because it is not a pipe, it is a picture of a pipe. Uh and it's very French. Semiotics. Oh. You you know, I mean it's like uh, it's just yeah. Is it the lingua franca of uh of, of France? Oh semi I mean <laughs> it's a... it it just seems like there's always people like Jacques Lacan and Barth, you know, talking <laughs> about the locus of the mother and the, the I c I don't know, that's why I decided not to get a a, a graduate degree in English because I couldn't handle it. So did you get a master's degree in linguistics? That is what I did. What does that it what is that? Uh great question. Great question. Nice. Uh I here's I, eight classes were involved. Eight classes and a thesis. Really? Four of the classes were required, and they were your basic levels of linguistics, levels of language, like that starts with like phonetics and phonology. You know, okay. the, the sounds that every every language uses different sounds. Like right, right. Japanese L and R go to the same place in the brain. You know, they have one thing in the brain. That's why sometimes it's one, sometimes it's the other. Okay. They get, for the same for us, cataracts. Yeah, yeah exactly. For or versus Cadillacs, they. Oh, yeah. oh, I said uh, the car. Oh, the oh the the crazy uh, Japanese uh, thing in during World War Two. I got I, it. I just did a. I, I tweeted yesterday a, a new movie idea I have about two bankers that get romantically involved called Love Actuary. And, uh, <laughs> At Mike Kaplan, M Y Q Kaplan with a K. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, but we, yeah. let's get linguistic on that. Right. So oh, yeah. uh, well, finish linguistics and then tell us about MYQ. I will do that. All right. Uh, it's not very it, it, it's fascinating. Tale. No. <laughs> Phonetics, phonology, all the like in English, we have a one B, right? We think we have one B in Korean. They have two B's. They have like what we think of as one B is actually they have like split. A B. So phonetics yeah. was a class that essentially took different languages and, and told you how those phonetics broke down. Yes, essentially. And then we do the same thing. The next level up is morphology where sounds are put together in a meaningful way. Like B doesn't mean anything. Right. But, you know, like bot 
means something. It means like, oh, that's like short for like robot or whatever. Right, right. Or like crayon or like some like whole words, like dog, like the smallest thing that you could break down that still has meaning. Okay. Uh, that's morphology. That is morphology. And we would discuss like, what about like snuff? Like snuff seems to mean something because it's in like snooze, sneeze, like schnoz. Yeah, yeah. Like it has, there's a lot of, but you can't just say like, what does snuff mean? It's like kind of like a nose-like thing. Right. It's, it's not, it's, <laughs> it's not, not really enough. Its no, it's not enough. Hmm. Uh, but so it is a morphology. coincidence. And maybe in another language, snuff could mean something. Okay. Uh, and then after that is syntax, which is like, you know, the words put together and different languages are different orders. So you always compare like, oh, in oh English, like in Latin, they put the verb at the end. Exactly. Or in Latin, word order doesn't even matter. And they have all the word, all the words have a specific ending telling you which right. part of the right. sentence it is. Right. And that's why we have rules like uh, don't split infinitives because in Latin, you couldn't split an infinitive because infinitive was one word. Itself. Which, by the way, I split infinitives. Yeah, to boldly I, go. That's what they did in Star Trek. That's what I do. And I'll, I'll do a dangling <laughs> participle. Oh, yeah, or, you the, know, I don't care. That was the great. What what I what really made me fall in love with linguistics initially yeah. was uh, my first class I took. And it was just called like the structure of English or the grammar of English. And our teacher the first day was like, this is not like a grammar, prescri a prescriptive grammar class where I tell you how to speak. She's like, I don't care if you split infinitives or end sentences with prepositions or say ain't or spell things wrong. Right. Like, linguistics is about uh, describing. It's about being descriptive is describing how people actually talk as opposed to oh. saying here's how people should talk. By the way, that's what I meant. I didn't mean dangling participle. I meant um, preposition. And, and I don't care that you made a mistake. That's fine. That's what, what is? You said. But it's, what does? What is a dangling participle? Oh, that's uh, from a long time ago. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's like you know something to. It's like. I'm uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, everybody. Let's uh, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Uh, no. <laughs> what, what, uh, what I will do is I will put in the notes uh, what a dangling participle is, and what Thank you. Ev everyone in the in the audience who knows what a dangling participle is know that uh, you have that sense of uh, you win. I didn't yet. see that on conjunction junction. What's your function? <laughs> Any hoodle? But uh, okay, so then that's that. that and then that. what's 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 after that? Uh, semantics. Which oh was my one of my favorites that was my favorite because uh, then you talk about like the actual meaning yeah. behind the words and the order of them like the, the first paper that I had to write in semantics was what is a chair like you know what what defines a chair right. because so many things like oh we're sitting in things that look like you know they have four legs right the classic thing is like oh what's a chair four legs and a back oh that's also a dog so that's not enough of an explanation uh -huh. um, <laughs> nice four so, legs and a back and then look at like a high chair okay. that's a chair but like a stool not technically a chair a couch right. but a love seat like right. a beanbag chair not shaped like a chair at all but has the function of a chair uh, so yes yeah, so and, so, and so when you're you, but people will. You, use the word, hey, now we're getting into semantics, to usually end an argument. That was the beginning and of this class. I never, yeah, <laughs> I never knew kind of what that meant. That meant we're just like mincing words. That just or, means just I don't like, want to talk to you anymore. That's, I okay. do an English to English translations. Uh, oh, dude, nice I like word. that. I like that. Well semantics done. means... When I was a uh, kid, my talk. father was constantly like, we're going into semantics. We're doing it. Oh, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> his whole thing was he wanted... He had fun with some antics. He he had some serious antics with words, and they were all about... Uh, the, he, he had like a, a pokey stick that he would poke you at, and then he was like, I'm teaching you how to argue. It's good. It is and good. And you're like, is it? Is it good? And you know what it isn't? Fun. Because I'm 14. <laughs> and I want to oh, jump man. out of this car. You know, it's very, uh, it's a very Jewish type thing. Like, actually, one of my linguistics teachers said she yes. grew up in a, in a very, like, Catholic sort of, uh, you know, that kind of family. And that when she got to college, like, she had never been taught to question anything, you know? Oh. So well, she... the Catholics, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, they, they got someone reading the book to them. Yeah. Or and, not. Uh, <laughs> or just being like, that says the good news. It stuff. says something. You don't need to know. I, but, you don't need... Give me that. Yeah. She said she, she would get to college and, like, wouldn't even want to raise her hand, but eventually had to learn that, like, oh, that's what you have to do. And she's like, these, she's like all of the Jewish students, like, you know, not to, not to 
you know, uh, to stereotype or generalize. But, yeah, but that. But you grew up around were, a lot of like I, I would I would think New Jersey is full of uh, a lot of very distinctive groups of of uh, ethnicities. Like sure, I grew up in yeah. Wisconsin, which had white people and then other white people. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, Jersey, where I grew up, Princeton Junction. It was kind of interesting in that, like, as you can tell by the name, it wasn't really a town. It was a suburb it, suburb built around a train station yeah, that goes to New stop. York. Yeah. So what happened, there used to be all these farms there, and then, you know, uh, people either from New York or from uh, a lot of, we had a lot of Asian and Indian students uh, whose parents worked in New York. And so it was kind of, it was it was a really weird non-town where it's just like, the, the parents worked in New York. Like a bedroom community. Is that what a bedroom community is? That's what that. a bedroom community is. It's I like, it's a suburb. Oh, <laughs> well, you have them. Bedroom Hello, Sarah. <laughs> By the way, my Kaplan's girlfriend, Sarah, is here. Hi, Sarah. And there's waving. Oh. Excellent. So uh, she's got a she's got crossword puzzle. Look at you, crossword dork. Next episode. <laughs> I I like I do like it when you, when you say to somebody, so "You're you're whatever dork," and and that that person then responds with, "You have no idea." No. And I was like, "Well, I, episode fifty five is coming up next." <laughs> that's awesome. So, uh, so that's what a bedroom community is. Yeah, yeah. When people just essentially that's where they that's sleep. All they're there. Yeah, yeah. They well, sleep there, and then they go to work somewhere else, which sort of is a suburb, except for that there's more living going on supposedly in a yeah. suburb than a bedroom yeah. community. Okay. Yeah. Community would be when it's just where it's a bunch of restaurants. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, I I think um, yeah, I don't know who you know. There's 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 all these this talk about like different ethnicities being raised differently. My least one of my least favorite things is when somebody says, "Hey, that's on Armenian time," because I'm Armenian, oh. and I'm like, for crying out loud, what you're saying is that you're late a lot, and I, I don't want to talk to you. Just be on time. My thing about that is screw. every I feel like every ethnicity has just that puts that in there. Like, yeah, it's this time. Like, it's, people this is are what late. Chinese people it's do people time. Yeah. It's, it's people time. It's, I don't know. I never heard wasp time. Disrespect. That's true. Wasps. Yeah. Uh, the wasps. Well, they're, they're they're the ones. Well, the German time. That means German you're on time. No, German time is is on time. I I think it. But I I will say. You know what? They really say that. Stuff that like, it's German time. You know what? There is the stereotype about like. Cultures that are closer to the equator, island time, Italian time, oh, right, right. things you got, any culture where you have to take a siesta. There's a nap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I, like I love a culture that things has a nap. Are, I do too. Anything, even that's why I think LA, it, LA is very much, uh, you know, you'll see kids out till 11 o'clock at night, which is very, uh, why Latin are American. you out? Cause you're 11. Cause we Why'd took a nap home? at, yeah. We took a nap know. at three in the afternoon. I don't know. It's, it, you know, Latin kids, uh, stay up earlier. They just do. Latino kids. Um, later? You, you just think later. they stay up a little bit later? That's fine. Words don't, not important to say the right ones. Um, yeah. Sincerely. Semantics. Sincerely. Yeah. We understood yeah. what you meant. Okay. Yeah. We got it. Um, are but, you kidding? That this entire <laughs> blog is, or whatever. See? <laughs> this entire podcast is me misspeaking on a regular basis. <laughs> but I like, I like that, uh, that, because I've had other word dorks on, like people who enjoy English and 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 linguistics and and reading and this type of thing, and I never know what to talk to them about. But I like this layers of like the morphology or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that was it. And yeah, that was one of my favorites because we talked about like what is even what is a word in because in English, like in German, you could have a word that's like seventeen syllables long. Love and that. It, in English, it means like you the same phrase. You would have to say like my brother's sister's ex housekeepers. You know, like the thing oh, from right, right. Uh, Spaceballs or whatever. Like that could be all one word in German. In I love German. that about the Germans like, that they'll just these compound words. You know, possibilities for places to yeah. stay so at for them, night. Is, it's one word, and so we discussed it's in English. It's one yeah. word, yeah. but it describes like like if you said. 
are, is there like a different word for like, because in English, if someone's your grandfather, you do not differentiate between your maternal grandfather or your paternal gr- grandfather. Some, some languages, obviously, they, they certainly might. Yeah, yeah. I know Armenian does. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Because um, my grandmother was my metzmaidik. There's a, there's a Yiddish word, machatenister. Which is? That means the relationship that one grandmother is to the other one. Mm. Oh, oh, the fact that they're... they're the maternal they're to the... Yeah. Paternal grandmothers... And their relationships specifically. Yeah, they, that is what, yeah, the paternal and maternal grandmothers, oh, that's our relationship. We're so, machatensters. So that's and, what I love. And that's I, Yiddish? That's Yiddish, I believe. Okay. That, I love, uh, culture specific words. That I love. I, whether it's, you know, um, Unami, Japanese, oh, right, right, burger, that, yeah. or Gamutlakait, or, or, which What's is, Gamutlikait? I think that's German for just like, uh, a nice feeling when people hang out together. And then Schadenfreude is also in there. Yes. Which is that thing where, where you're happy about somebody else's loss or like, something? I, yeah, I usually like or saying just... it and making people feel bad that I've said it. <laughs> yeah, or, or is it you're sad that somebody else succeeded? No, you're that's happy. That's just jealousy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a different word, and uh, that is I'm... in every language. <laughs> I'm mad that you just succeeded in, uh, in doing that. Nice that work. Is, Nailed yeah. it. Ah, oh, that is... Uh, oh, wow. by the way, a chair is... Uh, the main def- definition of a chair, it's a combination of form and function, is what we were eventually taught. Like, the form, you know, the closer to this form that we're sitting in now with the four legs and a back. Like, yeah. You know, if it looks like that, it's very, it's more chair-like, but you don't need it as long as it has the function of being sat on. Unless it has the Ooh. function of being sat on, but then also uh, isn't another thing that you sit on. Like, a couch is like a chair, but it's not a chair. Right. Um, that's Interesting. That, yeah. Okay. Form and function is what makes things like one other, one other quick, interesting or boring example. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. <clears throat> Fascinating. The word to climb. We're like, what does that, what's the, what does climb mean? And you're like, oh, it means like go up. Yeah. Uh, but you could also climb down from a mountain or like right. climb down a tree. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's the motion, the form is like, you know, sort of like making a climbing motion. Like, so as long as you're doing that, you're climbing, whether you're going up or down. But if stock prices climb, they can never climb down because they don't have the motion. So it has to be the function of going up. So its function is going up, but if even if you don't have and so to, so it's going form up. Yeah. and function yeah. is is what the meaning of a word is. As long as there's no new semantic work that's been done since I graduated. <laughs> fair, fair enough. And there. And what was your thesis on? I might ask. Uh you might. Uh, and I. I'm gonna. I. What was your thesis on? You just did. Uh, absolutely. It was. It was actually a subset of research of uh, my advisor. Uh, a project that she was doing, um, where she was in Massachusetts. There's these tests. Uh, called the MCAS, like standardized test that you have to take in like fifth grade or whatever. Yeah. Uh, maybe third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever, somewhere in there. And they were, they're like somehow biased, you know, like the same way the SATs used to be or maybe still are, uh, in the way that languages are phrased, the, the, the questions oh, are right, phrased. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were looking at ways of trying to make it so that it was more equitably, like so that, you know, if you had the information, whether you were like an English learner or like from a different culture or whatnot, you could be able to, you would get you the would same score. You would be able score. to comprehend yeah. the question no matter what your sort of language background was. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Wow, that that seems incredibly difficult. I didn't solve the issue. Oh, you did not? I, I researched one aspect that did turned out... Did you cure racism? Uh, if you could somehow cure oh, yeah, racism... That was my goal. Great. My goal was to fix racism, and I just figured out one Who way that didn't. doesn't have that goal? That would be an awesome... Racists. Oh, there's yeah. that. They want... Yeah, they want to... If it ain't... Well, they do have a cure for fixing it. They do. I mean, they have a, they have a solution. They have the right. final solution. They do. They, they, have a, they, they have a serious finito solution of... Somebody... I, what, I, what a world. If, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it. Oh, 
I was going to say, if if they got there, if you know, some racist got their way and like purified the world, then they would still then they'd be like, oh, you have sli- you have like slightly curlier hair now. Now right. you are the Jew, you know, like right. Well, and that's all. I mean, obviously, racism is just based on who you got to find someone to hate more than yourself. Yeah. But um, but I do. I mean, there's that the whole separate. You know, there's there's people who there's a lot of comics who you know because ironic racism is is. Something hilarious. The hilarity of racism. Prevalent. Um, it's prevalent. It's brutal, and uh, and it's it should be done. But because I I don't mind racial material where of you course. discuss the differences between different groups mm-hmm. and the hilarity that ensues there, as long as it's it's from sort of this other place. I don't know, but um, it's not hateful. It's not negligent. It's not ignorant. Yeah, I mean, whenever I've said something racist, and I have, I've I have um gone, and it's usually based on some sort of thoughtlessness, and. I was talking to somebody and they said, well, but if the thing you say when you're thoughtless is racist, aren't you then a racist? And I said, I don't know that I think I'm racist, but I think I might have racist thoughts. I mean, I don't know. Well, here's what I say is, you know, you can ride a bicycle. What's the semantics? You can ride a bicycle without being a cyclist. Like you can say a racist thing without being a, you know, being you are the you know sort of the sum total of all the things that you do. Right. If you say enough, I'd say yeah. The function of a racist is to say racist things. Right. But and the do- form of a racist is like you know ultimately some it's some com- combination of, of you have to be a person that is like you know constantly right right. I mean, whenever I've said something racist, there it's usually just based on ignorance or I haven't sought, thought something through. Yeah. And I just get some sort of excited about something I've noticed racially, and I'm like. Hey, I need to go tell an Asian person this and or a black person this. Guess what? No one needs to hear it, it to some yeah. extent. Well, I, that, that's what I was going to say when you said, you know, when you're usually it comes out when you're thoughtless. So somebody's like, well, yeah. are you racist if what's happening? I think if you're I think you're a racist if you're saying it when you're thoughtful, you know, if you yeah. say something racist when you're thinking fully about it. Oh, right. That's right. A racist. The, yeah, that's your if, if that's your like ideology, like that's you know, the purpose versus or- like, I think. Uh, an observation based on uh, limited uh, information. Gal- information. Yes. Yeah. Like I never. And here, hi. Here's here's uh, the ugly American. Uh, Jackie Cation from Wisconsin moves to Los Angeles, 1997, I think. Welcome. And uh, thank you very much. And I had only met, like everyone I went to college with at the University of Wisconsin who was Asian was Chinese. And they were mostly from the mainland of China and Singapore. And so the most of the Asian people I had met and Indonesian were from the country, was were from somewhere in Asia or Southeast Asia or wherever. When I moved here, I met for the first time Asian Americans, people who had been here and a lot of Japanese that I had never who had been here like longer, longer than, than my us. family. You yeah. heard yeah. of them. Yeah. I knew they existed. I'd seen them on Hawaii Five O, <laughs> whatever. And I just so, saw the new one the, on the plane. Did over here. Ex- yeah. I saw it on the plane as well. It was fun. It was fun. It had nothing wrong with it, and uh, except for that, I don't know that I would watch it when I wasn't oh, on a cares? plane. Yeah. yeah. So, but the uh, yeah. So when I met Asian people who didn't have accents, I was like. Oh my God, that's hilarious! But it wasn't hilarious. It was just <laughs> racist. Oh, no, well, it's kind of like I think when people in America 
or or, it's or or it's like uh, meeting a black English person is your first your your first first African uh, descent but from Great Britain yeah a person in in Great Britain and and it is uh, you know it can be a little like jarring like you you know you've never seen it like I mean it's like like the guy in the Tangeree commercial yeah like when you're a kid and you see something different yes you know then your your first response is to sort of go Ah, hey weird yeah that's not never seen it before right so like as long as you don't just keep doing it you're like oh no guys guys (laughs) no seriously here's here's a funny story (laughs) Uh, i was when i was i don't want to out the person i want to it's really this person said a really funny thing okay that upset a a person of a different race okay i I don't know whether (laughs) (laughs) i don't know whether i i'm not going to say their name okay but i kind of want to give them credit so i don't know uh it's a person a very funny comedian who's a friend of mine comic yes goes to another comic we yeah no no goes to we're we're hanging out we're working together right we're at a hotel where we're staying and there's also this this big gathering it's in michigan right uh, mostly white people in michigan in the place where we are anyway uh and there's like some event happening and we were like, oh, what's going on over here? And they're like, oh, there's some meeting of these women doing this thing. And then this woman's like, where are you from? You don't sound like you're from here. And she was Asian. Or she was Asian. And he was like, oh, you don't look like you're from here. Oh, right. Back it. Uh, yeah. And, okay. you know, we, he's like, I'm in comedian. Like, uh, I'm we, in we comedy mode. A show. Right, right. We're like, oh, yeah, that's that's what I would say. And right. if there was an audience there already liking him, he would have been, <laughs> out been like, boom. All right. Out of right, the park. Right. But it turns out comics forget that they're introducing to normal people. And she was like, what? And we were like, uh oh, I guess we're going. And uh, that was nice to meet you. And we'll be leaving now. A and pleasure. it's been lovely. A, a pleasure for one of us. It, it is weird. Though, but, but I think like if you are, or, you know, if you grew up on the East Coast or the West Coast, where everybody—not everybody, but like New you, York—is everybody's of Asian from everywhere. My, or yeah, we're, like my sister was vice president of the Asian Club, or maybe treasurer—I don't remember. But <laughs> but or or like I didn't think of uh, like that joke probably wouldn't come into my head or other people no, because you think I, like oh my next door neighbor bob you know is asian and it just yeah. wouldn't seem different maybe you know yeah i mean and he like to be fair I, it certainly wasn't meant in any malice and i don't think no I mean, no like technically speaking it, it was ha- just back i mean yeah. because people say weird things to people all the time you yeah. know i mean it constantly like you remind me of someone like i used to get you remind me of my uh my my name my uh, roommate in college and now it's you remind me of my aunt and i'm like okay i take it i'm a little older than you and uh so that's how that goes and you know and people have said you know you remind you remind me of a female dennis franz someone told me that wow the guy from law and order wow and you're like not out loud no inside your head inside your head <laughs> you're way cuter than dennis franz yes dennis franz and i have very little in common but uh you know and have, you're not bald. Jackie's not bald. I, I am not that. thick, that's, thick that's hair. It's one. lovely. It is a weird one. And and he said you can hit me if you want, but I have to tell you this thing. You remind me of a female Dennis Franz. And two people in the last year have come up to me after shows in the middle of nothing and just said you really shouldn't eat after seven p.m. Why? Just out of the blue. Don't, don't do that. Right, right. Which is the same thing that this guy just, you know, so this woman comes up to him and says, you don't sound like you're from here. And so he just responded with heckler in heckler mode going, well, you don't look like you're from here. So yeah. it's happening. Hey, hey Whitey. Boom. <laughs> yeah. It's just back and forth, you know. And so zingers, <laughs> zingers or zingers. 
Yeah, I mean, if you don't care how people think of you, then I guess you can say whatever you want. But uh, it's true. Let's care, everybody. Let's care a little. Let's take a moment and try to care a little bit. I mean, well, the thing is, as a comedian, when you're on stage, also, like, you have to kind of, you know, it's nice to be in the moment and not, you know, you're not, you're conservative. Like, I'm, I'm just getting things out of myself, you know, right? Like, right, right. Be yourself. Like, if you are, like, you know, I listen to Patrice O'Neill, right? He is, he's a very self-aware misogynist and racist. Yeah, I think his racial, his racial material is like on point so often. You know, like I don't know if you've seen his most recent special. I have not, and I've never seen his long set i've only seen oh, okay. him uh button push on tough crowd okay yeah no see his long i really love watching him he's yeah? like you know he's very in the mo uh, in the moment frequently you know okay. and and i mean i don't agree with him about like his you know a lot of his stuff uh, sweeping about generalizations women, right, yes, or... very sweeping generalizations that are true of you know some segment of the of the population well here's the yeah. thing um whenever i hear those sweeping generalizations about i'm like maybe you stop dating you know the women that are doing that, oh, strippers that, and hookers. You are exactly right. It's if you dated librarians, then you'd be talking about how people, women are just reading all the time. But then assholes. it wouldn't be. I mean, isn't well, isn't one of the wonderful ingredients of comedy is sweep making sweeping generalizations? <laughs> to be fair, he actually. I mean, he does have like a woman. Uh, um, I believe that he is in a, a lady friend, a lady friend that he has been with for many years, has been friends with, and right. he has like you know, and she's friend. in development. She works for the ACLU, <laughs> and uh, no, <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, he's definitely talking about you know his former experiences and his you know his thought process you know he's okay he came up in a certain world and uh and so i, I think he has like softened and become more i don't think he would have said you know i'm i'm a sexist 20 years ago right but, you know, now, but now he says i'm a sexist oh, and yeah. then is does a sexist joke uh in a way but it's definitely yeah yes, yes okay yes. well because i think i think it's interesting with stand with with all performance you know it's hard to let go of the jokes that work but aren't you anymore, hmm. you know? And um, if I mean, you, yeah. in any sort of like art, when, you know, you're just like, well, I'm really good at drawing landscapes, but I am over the landscape. I'm going to move on to something else. And, you know, a guy like Picasso can let that go. I'm going to take a stand here and say Picasso was a really good artist and was able to let things go. <laughs> oh, why? Why am I so radical? <laughs> anyway, but, you know, <laughs> but with stand-up, I mean, it's, it's, it's such a thing where you're like, well, the dick jokes work. Why wouldn't I keep doing those dick jokes? But I wish someone or or the jokes about race or the jokes where you make fun of someone oh yeah i mean i mean i think he's his stuff is thoughtful and thought-provoking and like i always enjoy listening to it because also you know it's like having a friend who you disagree with like, right he's a he's a very smart person right like and i really like that he's thinking things like i would i'm often i'm like i want to have a conversation where i say but but what about this you know right. and then see where you know where things go where does there. He, how does he defend that and where uh, does he how does he think about that yeah but yeah but like i mean but the race stuff i think he's like on point almost exactly all the time like is now is he coming from a place where he just he wants things to be better in the fact that he wants people to make better decisions i don't know if he cares about uh, how much he cares about other people right but uh you know i think he's just he's (laughs) assessing the landscape he's a landscape artist actually and okay yeah Yeah, he hasn't gone the way of picasso yet but so what he's doing is he's looking at the things around him and he's describing like here's something uh, this you know a, a brief yeah, uh, an impression snippet of one of his jokes, but this, not an impression. I'm doing an impression of his <laughs> right, right. It's uh, dot dot dot. He, yeah, pointillism. Yes. Um, here's a point that I'll make. I no, mm-hmm. sorry. So, <laughs> thank you, thank you very much. That's uh, that's my specialty. That's uh, I like it. The Andy Kindler special. Yeah. <laughs> the end- <laughs> Joke doesn't matter, and here's the rest of it. Here's the rest of it, yeah. and I'm going to tell uh, it anyway. He's a rest of it expert. He's good. He's he good. He's one of my favorites. So what's uh, so Patrice? Oh, yeah. uh, just has a joke where he's you know he says what was the name of that uh, that white woman who was kidnapped a little while like you know a few years ago oh, right. and they get the name and then somebody yells out the name of whoever right. the most recent white woman who was kidnapped and he's like and can anybody name any black woman who has ever been kidnapped exactly and yeah, yeah like 
Right. No, no, and, never. No, never. Is there a punchline on the end of that, or is uh, that just there the is point? more? There is more. It was, oh, thank yeah, God. I think there is more because I think yeah. that that's. I mean, that's a great premise. Yes, and I love that as a premise. But yes. it would be nice if uh, there was punchline. There is more. There is absolutely Good. more. Yeah, I recommend Elephant in the Room is the name of his is the name special. of his hour long huh. special. Uh, and he everyone has yeah. to have a name of their special now. Oh, can I tell you? The, yeah. The, the the my my idea. I just thought of this a couple days ago. That my if I have I'm, I'm working on a, an hour special sure. eventually to be sure. to, in the works somewhere. Uh, and they're not having any women do them. No, no, no. Yeah. Only, I think just two. Lucky, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a no, no. Milk it, brother. Oh yeah, and uh, no, <laughs> do what you can. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just, I mean, I'm just not having a sex change. That's what I'm doing. Right, and and there's no, and there's not a lot you can do about it. Is for us to say, no, no. I'm going to take a stand. No, I mean, I, anyway. I talk about. I, I'm like, women, do it. Come on, let's go. Let's That'd be nice. Women. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, so my idea for either my next CD or special or something, yeah. I want to name something. Small dork and handsome. Ooh. Very nice. I like it. I like it. I, like it. Yeah. I want to know. I, I still don't know. Uh, we have to get back to what uh, Mike M Y Q. Oh, your name sure. is spelled right, right. M Y Q. Uh, right. I, I, Mike Kaplan. Yeah, I did it. I apologize. Or oh, did like, you do it? I did it. Wait, did you do it when you were thirteen? Around then. Excellent. Yeah. I was not allowed. Right. I wanted to put a Q in Jackie, and my mother said, "You're not pulling this thirteen-year-old <laughs> shit with me." You're lucky enough that you got to be called Jackie. Like Jackie's cool, girl. girl you know, like Ellen? like Tony. Tony's a cool. That's my alter ego's name is Tony. T O N I, short for Antonia. Tony or like Alex. Joe, yeah. Josephine. My stepmother's uh, mother. My 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 uh, step maternal whatever. Her Antoinette. Armenian. Because mm-hmm. my stepmother's name is Antoinette Nancy Putz. Was her last name. Putz. Putz. Then Cation. And uh, so uh, Tony was uh, my grandmother's name. And so my stepmother's name is Nancy. She never went by Tony. Uh, she just went by Nancy. And uh, it's a fascinating story. I'll tell it again later. Anyway, go. <laughs> <Do you> know- <laughs> Mike. Uh, when I, I, yeah, when I was somewhere between 13 and 15 is what I remember. It could have been 14. My guess is 14, actually. So, right. But I, I wanted to say yes. because Is this before impro- or after impro- you yes, became man. a man? Uh, I believe it definitely was after. You know, became a Jewish man. Right, right. Uh, because I wanted the presence that came with the bar mitzvah. Sure, uh, sure. That was uh, my literal. Like, oh, that's why you spent the Hebrew school times? I would, yeah, when I was in third grade, my mom wanted me to have, you know, like, she, if in the way she put it, I remember at the time, she's like, I don't want you to have, uh, you know, a void with, that could be filled by a cult, you know. So, <laughs> uh, did she use the word cult? I think at, when I was more grown up, I think she did. Fair uh, enough. Good uh, for her. This will be the void placeholder. I mean, and now, I think, yeah. Judaism. <laughs> Yay! I'm, I'm actually more of like a, a voidism guy, you know what I mean? Like, that's my, I think... I think you can teach anybody to be a good person by leading with a good example, regardless of what, you know, their belie- religion yeah. might be. Yeah. Like, Go ahead. Yeah. If, if you think that there is a right religion, then every other one is wrong. And that's, you know, it seems strange to think about. But, uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of be a good person. Uh, you know, sure. You and- like the void though. You liked mom. Why'd you put that in my void? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now um, I'm scarred so, for life. Now, I'm what, I, what I'm doing with comedy is con- trying to remove everything from myself, trying <laughs> to get back to that void. I'm right. Like, right. Well, if I talk, let enough, me tell you yeah. something about uh, Scientology. Is that they'll clear that out for you. Oh, oh yeah, get those engrams oh, out. Yeah. So you'll become clear, <laughs> and then you can refill with whatever. Uh, dun, I like dun, it. Dun. Oh, I, like well, I, I want to hear about Mike, and then I want to talk about Scientology. Okay. Yeah, Scientology, <laughs> the, the science of ology. I like that. The yeah, knowledge nice. of knowledge. Uh, so, yeah, so when I was that age, uh, oh, yeah, I, became, I got the bar mitzvah. Because, right. like, when I was in third grade, my mom said, hey, uh, do you want to have a, you know, do you want to be, you know, have this thing, go to school? Right. And, and I was like, what do, what do I get? And she's like, you know, why should I do cash it? Cash and prizes. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I was like, I don't know much about being Jewish, but I'll take those cash and prizes. And right, so, right. Because I will want to buy yeah. a video game or some toy. Definitely something. Yep. Uh, so yeah, for the right reason, all the right reasons. And <laughs> do you remember what your Torah portion was? Uh, it was the Noah and the Rainbow 
oh, situation. That, and- I, I gotta say that is a, that is a, a high, you know as much as people bitch about yeah, bar mitzvah studying, yeah, it, you do walk away ha- with this like portion of the Bible that you got to read in the original language, and I still haven't forgotten. Uh, did you have a bat mitzvah? Uh, I did. I had bat mitzvah, and uh, mine bat was mitzvah. Esau and Jacob, um, oh, which yeah. uh, I don't. I don't get it. I don't get. Sold my birth. Okay, sorry. Sold the birthright, and my brother's hairy. It's like tricked this one. It's it's a weird one, but that is that's an upside of the 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 bar mitzvah bat mitzvah. You have a personalized. You, like a connection. Yeah, with, connection with, with to a, little, a piece of the yeah. passage. We, yeah. we uh, for some reason, not in the Armenian church at all, but uh, for some reason, I had to do a giant reading of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Huh. Is that for like a confirmation? Is it that... was, no, no, it was, uh, it was just something, I'm uncertain why it happened. And because the Armenian church is enormously patriarchal. And so the girls are not supposed to be on the altar. Oh. And I remember. It has men right in the middle, Armenian. Unless, yeah. Yes. Armenian. Also, unless you're being sacrificed, then you can. <laughs> right, right, right there. And uh, they, they, they hit you with the sun staff because uh, we yeah. used to worship a sun god. Women do plenty, like uh, cook and clean and it's don't have sex until married. Of, yeah, yeah it's a, but it's all in Armenian, so it doesn't matter because you can believe whatever you want. And Absolutely. so what I believed was be like the nice man in the picture and then go get your dad some coffee. That was, uh, <laughs> that was my religion as a child. So um, and, oh, yeah. and it's not a bad one. Anyway, so Mike. Mike. Became, became a man. And then uh, at my summer camp where I, I went to a performing art and creative arts camp. Oh, did you? In Connecticut. That's where I learned to be a human being. Excellent. Uh, it's actually where Sarah and I met. Oh, uh, many years really? ago. Really? Wow. Yes. At camp? Yep. When you were like 14? We, she is younger than I am. So when she was 14, she was 14, I was 18. We were not friends. We were not, uh, I was working there at that point. Uh, she you was were attending. a counselor. I was a counselor. I was a junior counselor and then I became a counselor. Right. I taught music. I now actually go back and do stand-up workshops there with kids. Oh, nice. And, but yeah, while well, we met, uh, we met there and that is where, it's a very creative place. It's sort of right. a, the the person who founded it in the 40s was a uh, great guy named Ernst Bulova. What's it called? What's it's the called name of the camp? Bucks Rock Camp. B-U-C-K apostrophe S, and then mm-hmm. the word rock, and then camp, which is what we were talking about. Right. Um, but it's not like a rock camp. No, no, there's actually a rock. There's a big... There, there's a giant rock right there. There's a big rock. And they called it Bucks Rock. I it's also, and it's on Bucks Rock Road, which might be... It might be named for... A rock road. It was right. a guy named Buck who lived on this rock road. Quarry, so it's sort of, you know, miss. Nice. It's been a long time, but there is a big rock also. Was so that the first time you'd gone to that camp? I went to that camp when I was 11 years old. Okay. And then through, I was there every summer for two months as a camper, CIT, junior counselor, counselor, until like my mid-20s. Right, right. When I like got like heavily into stand-up and had to, you know, right. work, work at stand-up more than be there. So that camp really changed your life. It did. It complete. I was a. I was was a, it an outdoor camp? Was it a? I mean, like most, a nature camp with the horses and swimming. They have an animal farm. Okay. Uh, where they you don't. They don't, I don't think you ride the animals there though. I think they used to have horseback riding. If you wanted, they would take you off camp to go horseback riding. Okay. They had originally a watering hole like to swim in. A swimming hole. They eventually had. They put hole. in a pool. They have like uh, you know physical arts like you know painting, drawing, ceramics, sculpture, oh, jewelry right. making, okay. uh, glass blowing. They had. Did you I, learn glass? Blowing? I did some glass blowing, uh, they, you know, weaving, batik, sewing, uh, right. photography. Now they have like a culinary oh, shop, cool. web design. Uh, they have a <laughs> they have a computer shop. They have. I, a, I would not know, be surprised. Leather making. Ooh. Uh, they have yeah all kind, and then they have performing arts. You know, like uh, theater. They do a bunch of plays. You know, there's cla- there's a clown shop which had like you know sketch mm. and improv, and then also sort of like circusy things. Like you could learn like devil sticks. Those sticks. Yeah, the devil yeah, yeah. stick mm. or like the Diablo top or mm. a unicycle. Click click click. The yeah. magical linking rings. Exactly. How do they do it? <laughs> anyway, and. Uh, <laughs> And so 
briefly, the they didn't have stand-up because stand-up is like not a thing that kids are like. It's easy to do improv with kids. Like you can sort of be like, yeah, you just just say things. Yeah, yeah. You want to do stand-up that age, you got to run for student council. That's but, what I. <laughs> yeah, but eventually, when I was doing stand-up, I was like, oh, why don't I, you know, do stand-up here with these kids who want to? And some of them were great. Yeah, and yeah, there's uh, more of that now. But oh, anyway, so you, oh yeah, Mike. and so I was there, and uh, as a as a child there, one it was just a place where I became like much. I was introverted originally and like very shy, didn't know how to make friends, was picked on a little, sort of kept to myself in school. But this place was full of like outcast, misfit, you know, arty, freaky, you know, commie, hippie. Right, right, uh, right, right. Uh, Land of the types. misfit toys. Do so it. We all became friends. We're like, oh, hey, it's, people can be nice. You know, that's right. where I learned that people do. And I, that's how I learned to be social, like, uh, Neat. and a human being. And I, it's sort of like, I, I eventually had a dream later about it that I sort of, uh, this is my interpretation of the dream as to why I changed the name or what it represented to me was that like the person that I was was this like, you know, sort of like shy, boring, like, you know, like, you know, timid type like a kid. child. Yeah. Mike spelled regular. And then I was like, now I am this more outgoing, like social butterfly. I've gone through a change. Right. And I'm this cool person. And in my dream, I had a dream where I was both Batman and a history teacher. Okay. And history was my least favorite thing. I was like, history was my, my worst that I was bored with it. Okay. And I was like, oh, so the history teacher is like the old me and then I become Batman the, right. the new me which is represented by the spelling that and your I, parents yeah. were totally supportive did you uh, do it legally or what did you do it's never been done legally it is my name in the union in, okay. in AFTRA it is sure. my name uh, because there are a lot of Michael Kaplan's sure oh, so that helps there's me. a costume designer yeah they, I have my you know my spelling at Gmail at uh, you know, IMDB at, all yeah, of it everywhere the, you know Twitter and Facebook and right. you know it's, it's so weird though because the spelling of it when I'm thinking of MYQ sounds less human it makes you sound like you're the, the robot I am, uh, I am. a borg not bored yes Bo- uh borg, yeah. you know like compact and i am um, i am i think of all cues or or, or, cues. or yeah or you're you're bionic now i think it's robot like is my you're... spirit animal that's what i say <laughs> starting now uh but oh also very briefly the reason that i think i was the impetus for it was that prince had just changed his name to a symbol oh right right and i was like oh cool weirdo yeah weirdo, and i'm then gonna I'll, embrace that and then i did and then found out his was for a reason uh for like a legal a legal reason, reason so that he could do more albums and not have own. to pay anybody anything and then he switched back when he was done and i was like oh i guess i guess i'm stuck like this <laughs> that's <laughs> cool man stick to it hey guys uh guess what not enough talk about birds not enough talk about anything but we were at an hour oh wow and you, I'll have and you you're back. A, you're a you're a harsh mistress. With yeah, the, the moon time. is a harsh mistress. You're People should read that. It's a Heinlein book. It's uh, the first Heinlein book I ever read. You guys I, got books he, you want to recommend? Did he write Starship Troopers? He did. I like that book and movie a lot, both yeah, for yeah. reasons. It's, uh, uh, but that is not what I'll recommend. I mean, it is good. What will you recommend? Uh, my some of my favorite books. Yeah, uh, everything by Dan Savage. Oh, really? Uh, who writes the? You know, Who's the, that sex guy? Right? He's the he's sex advice columnist <laughs> sex and the It Gets Better project. But he has written several books. I recommend them all. Fiction? Uh, no, no, they're mostly nonfiction. Okay. Um, about his like his life, his time adopting a kid, his time like his partner. Right, right. Determining whether it was going to become a marriage or not a marriage. Right, right. Uh, stuff like that, and then one about like the seven deadly sins and how they're not. Any, none of them are really sins if you take them the right way. Okay, in moderation. Uh, so yeah, those books. Everything in moderation, including the seven yeah. deadly sins. And I like the book Ish- Ishmael. Ishmael. Uh, Who's that by? Uh, it is by Daniel Quinn, and okay. it's about it's a Socratic dialogue between a a, a gorilla. A smart gorilla and who has ESP and talks to a guy and teaches him about the history of the world, agriculture, religion, and civilization. Okay. Hmm. Nice. I yeah, like that. That's my, my couple. And I was like, True Story by Bill Maher. Uh, okay. Right, right. You know oh, that is, that the, is, is that his autobiography or something? It's a fictionalized autobiography, but it's about... Who wrote it? I, I believe Bill Maher wrote it. 
Oh, but it's but it's not entirely. It's, it's an autobiography, it's a but it's not. Oh, it's, it's an, a novel. It's a novel, but it's a it's, it's like a fictionalized reality, you know, mm-hmm. uh, where it's it's about five comedians in like the what Bukowski does, yeah, you know, in the <laughs> okay. In the late, in the early eighties, uh, right? It's like you know when the the boom was starting, and it was about five comedians, and their names were all like based on what their act was about. So one of them was named Dick, and one of them was named <laughs> Fat, etc. Excellent, wiggly, shouty, fantastic. And uh, so, what about you, Ellen Fox? Do you have a um, you got a bird book books, that you'd recommend? Um, well, I, you know, it's funny you talked about how you liked uh, books. Uh, Jacobs, th- this guy who AJ? went in, a- AJ Jacobs. Jacobs. Oh, yeah. Um, if you like those kind of nonfiction. Getting into a different world for a little while. I'm a huge Ted Conover fan. Ted Conover. With a K uh, or a C? Uh, C-O-N-O-V-E-R. I'll look him up. Uh, wrote New Jack, which was when he, about, he became prison guard Sing Sing for two years. He wrote, uh, Rolling Nowhere. That was in college. He went and rode the rails like a hobo for two years. Coyotes. He crossed wow. the border with, so he's one of those, like, he Very gets cool. in it. Um, real gonzo. Like a year of living biblically kind of guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Real good. Um, so I recommend him. And also, um, I think it's called Finding Alaska, which oh, is right, another, right. Sarah um, Palin. No. Sarah no, Palin. it's, it's oh, just not another good, Alaska, no. She doesn't know where it is now. It's another, I've been reading a lot about Alaska Zing. and that's, it's a good book. Um, uh, just like about the history about Alaska or no, ge- it's more geography? just kind of like, um, uh, slices of life without being, uh, oh, a glimpse into Alaska. Yeah. Essentially yeah. Kind of what like life is life? like there. That sounds um, neat. It's like kind of like travel writing, but what the birds are like, do you yeah. remember what they, uh, what the author? That's fine. I, I'll look it up and put it in the notes. You'll find home. the author of Finding Alaska. Yeah, but, but uh, bird books, right bird books, book. if you want um, them, uh, well, it's sad because at Borders, they used to have, you know, the bargain, the, the bargain, like $5 National Geographic uh, books, uh, but no more. Um, but Find you know, a used I, bookstore. I'm sure there's plenty of bird books. Yeah, the National Geographic field, a lot of people like, you got Sibley, and um, this, if you're in... <laughs> If you're in LA, Birds of the Los Angeles region, there's also an Audubon bookstore right in, um, uh, that park, um, Griffith? Uh, nope, the little, uh, one in, uh, Echo Ru- Park, West Hollywood. Hancock. It's that little it park in West matter. Hollywood where the Russians but and the Transvestites an store. hang Mr. out. Mr. Park, a person that I know. <laughs> um, but cool. uh, recommend those books, yeah. Uh, I got a bird book for you. It's called The Big Year, and uh, it is about uh, four different guys who want to be the one who saw the most birds in a year. Wow. And it was uh, written and published or it was published in 2000. So it's essentially about how last minute airlines and all this stuff before 9-11. And so it's a fascinating story of the big year. The big year. That sounds good. Yeah. I I wonder if I have that to lend that to you. Anyway. Can I uh, just uh, name a couple dorky things to the comic books that I recommend? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything by Garth Ennis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Garth Ennis. Ed Brubaker. I'm a big fan. Ed Brubaker was my first live Dork Forest. I had Ed Brubaker on. Really? Yeah. He's he's one of my favorites. Like Sleeper and Criminal. All that noir stuff. Oh, yeah. Real good stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Bendis and Brian Brian Vaughn. Brian Bendis. Brian K. Vaughn did Why the Last Man. Ex Machina. Ex Machina is awesome. Um, Uh, Yeah. Kind of fell apart in the end and then it came back. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's trouble in the middle where I was like, what is happening? Because mm. it was all memento-y, where it was uh, everything was uh, yeah, you, out of order. The times, yeah. You, yeah. Uh, you, I didn't. Re- it was sort of like an experience. I enjoyed. Right. I'm like, oh, I oh, like it was this. very much yeah. an experience. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Chew. Oh, love, the, yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. And the fact that Chew, fun. you're like, I don't care where it's going because uh, I'm just going to keep reading it. And have you read anything by Alex Robinson? Uh, uh, box office poison and no, tricked. No. Uh, yeah, they're like big, like sort of real lifey, you know, okay. kind of stuff. Slice of life kind yeah, of stuff. Not superhero. Right, anything. right. Have you read any Kyle Baker? Oh, I love Kyle Baker. Yeah, yeah. These are special forces. 
Hickey plastic Man, Man or the yeah, the Plastic Man is great, yep. and the Saturn, the, the book. Oh, that Saturn book Saturn was amazing, book oh, yeah, and I even really like good. his sort of slice of life, a comic strip stuff. Yeah, he has one about Nat Turner. Nat, you know, Turner, Nat Turner is Turner a great story. one. Oh man, that. But that Plastic uh, Man's out of print, which is unfortunate. Oh, I have them both. I, I'll lend yeah. them to you guys. Uh, I I think I own uh, I own the collection, and we also have the pull list. So uh, oh. all Kyle, Kyle Baker's in the. We're going to have you people back. Uh, yeah, we're we gonna didn't have... get to Mockingbirds. We right. didn't get to Mockingbirds. I know it. We got it. I mocked birds pretty much a lot. <laughs> you did. We you got did. to Mockingbirds, everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for listening, everybody. It'll, it'll happen again. Thanks a lot, dorks. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?